Hello, everyone. I'm so glad ABC decided to squeeze out another spinoff from the Bachelor franchise. Otherwise, we wouldn't have any reason to watch total strangers hand out roses with a hope that their journey would end in a contractually obligated love agreement. Seriously, people, Bachelor Summer Games is canceled. Bachelor in Paradise is a huge question mark, and who knows what's happening with Claire Crawley's season. Kudos to the showrunners who were forward-thinking enough to anticipate that the viewing audience needed a place for all the budding musical artists of the world to congregate. It's just a happy coincidence that it was slated to air in a time when tigers are king and love is blind. Join me as some guy in Austin and I try to figure out what is going on on the smash hit TV show, Listen to Your Heart. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 164 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I am here with some guy in Austin, and we are going to discuss the new ABC Bachelor franchise spinoff, Listen to your heart. Cue the music. That's when you're supposed to sing. (laughs) Listen, you know what struck me? I mean, very first thing that hit me Mm -hmm. when the show came on last night is they didn't even like ABC didn't even license the music, the song. Listen to your heart. How do you know? I because they 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 had uh, on the wings of love and all that. They played that incessantly. Um, over and over again on those seasons to get their money's worth. Here, they haven't even oh. licensed the freaking title of the show. Maybe Roxette didn't Ro- want them to have it. I guess, but uh, at any rate, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed. I kind of <laughs> like that song. Maybe they're going to sing it as part of their process. Because Oh, and maybe, yeah, it's like the finale date where right. the, the Roxette comes out. Yes. They, they duet together. Yes. Oh, yeah, that could be an option. It's going to be like okay, well, Chicago or Air Supply. It's going to be Roxette. Right, right. She's going to come out. Or, or the band Train. <laughs> okay. And by the way, I just, I just uh, that guy, as much as we make fun of the band Train, Pat Moynihan, or Pat Monahan, who is the lead singer, that guy can really sing, mm, by the way. I he mean, can. I saw a deal with him. He's he was in I think he started on the Led Zeppelin cover band and they did Aerosmith but he's got serious range and for his uh, that kind of talent to be just um, clouded with a bachelor appearance disappoints me but at any rate <laughs> hey now you're a rock star no I'm kidding hey now I think that anybody who chooses to be in a bachelor franchise now is pretty smart because the show does well I would think that these musical artist people would want to be on the show because millions of people watch it every Monday night. Yeah. Exposure is exposure. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I, um, was surprised to see, uh, on the previews of, to, of last night's show, mm-hmm. uh, or I guess the coming up this season, they do appear to have some quote unquote celebrity guests, not anybody that I would consider a bona fide celebrity, but they've got like, I think Jason Mraz, whoever uh-huh. that is, you know, him. Uh, a couple other people. I know. I don't know anything he sings though. He's too like jazzy for me. And then, and then, um, 
We had a John Mayer date last night, which we'll talk about. Now, I will acknowledge he's a very talented guitar player, but I just I can't stand his face or his music. Um, and I just I just have a visceral reaction whenever he comes on the screen. I always think about Jennifer Aniston for some reason. <laughs> okay. Now I'm some issue. I'm a little angry today. This <laughs> pandemic tell. thing has got me a little tense. <laughs> Why do I hate John Mayer? I have no I reason to hate that guy. I know. <laughs> it's going to balance out because of my love for John Mayer and your hate for John Mayer. It's just Eric, neutral well, hate, now. Hate's a hard word. I think it's just, a, what, what do they say in the field of psychiatry? I think I'm projecting. It's like so when you it, say Jake Pavelka, John Mayer. No, that's different. <laughs> I, I actually hate that guy. Okay, let's tell people about how the show works. Although, we should disclaim, we don't technically know how the show works very much. But from what I can gather, we are in a new mansion. It's like a a little tricked out version of the old mansion. But this one has a baby grand piano and is higher up in the hills. So they don't bother the people around, the neighbors, with their constant singing. I think that what is going to happen is you're going to have a little bit of paradise and a little bit of uh, regular Bachelor franchise season. So people are exiting limos and coming into the mansion and meeting each other and mingling, kind of like you would at Paradise. Everybody comes down and meets each other. And then by the end of the night, you have to extend your rows to somebody else. And the people who don't get roses have to go home, just like any normal thing. Now, you might be wondering... Well, where does the singing come in? And that's just a touch of a question mark because I'm not sure if this turns into, hey, you and I have to sing on a little bitty stage in front of, I don't know, Caitlin and Jason or uh, Rachel, <laughs> Lindsay, and her husband, Brian. Yeah. Who are we singing to? And then when does it get to the big musical guest? And is it some sort of contest? Does somebody get kicked off? And... Can you mix your partners? Like if you and I sing one week and we just don't match, it's not that I don't like you. We just don't blend well together. Can I go over there to that guy or am I, quote unquote, stuck with you? I would assume you can because like Paradise, we have new people that come in every week because I kept waiting. I asked you who your tops were so I can put it on Insta stories and you gave me the pink haired girl and she was never there. And I thought, oh, I guess she didn't make the show. But later we see that she comes in, just like in Paradise, every week you get a few more people. So they're going to have to mix it up. Um, you teed up a lot there. Let me just tell you, I think that the format is, you're right, it's it's a less pornographic version of <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. There's no, there's no copulation required. Um, there are hot, there was a couple there, hot tubs. Yes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, makeout sessions, which I found incredibly um, early. <laughs> me too. Um, but whatever. And uh, the other thing that uh, surprised me, or not surprised me, just struck me was um, you don't realize how rigorous the casting requirements are for The Bachelor and Bachelorette because all these people in their own right are somewhat attractive, but sure. they're not, you know, chiseled and, you know, 22 and, you know, bursting with, um, uh, you know, high cheekbones and all that kind of stuff. So these are kind of <laughs> a lot of these people I thought were just kind of normal looking people. Yeah. Um, Few a few dirt bags, a few non dirt bags, you know, basically your basic musician crowd. Um, I was impressed with a couple of them. Um, several of them um, read Michael Todd annoyed the hell out of me, um, and uh, one of them really creeped me out. Read Michael Todd. 
Um, but I thought that didn't it seem a little um, loosely organized? Yes. though? it just doesn't seem like there's a. They a don't. Theme yet. Yes, they don't know what they're doing, and that's clear. So I was trying to figure out: Are they wanting us to become invested in these people's backstory, and that's why we're not hearing singing? Because we did have two dates, and we'll get to those in a minute. But the dates were musical they had musical like components the, and so was it the golden t-shirts or something what, the, what was the name of that band that i didn't know <laughs> the plain white tees <laughs> oh <laughs> okay i really don't know who they are it's um, because they didn't sing hey there delilah and you didn't know and it's not 2005 so i don't blame you hey there delilah what's it like in new york city i'm a thousand miles away but girl tonight you look so pretty yes you do how does the 32-year-old guy not know who the hell these people are? <laughs> like, how long have these guys not been a thing? Um, at any rate. Um, so, so, yeah. I, I, think, I think they're going to have to stand on a stage and sing together at some point, obviously. But I think they also get to go on dates. To but me, is it, okay, it going to be like a sing-off, though? Like where somebody what, says, you know. win the date? Or is it just something that happens spontaneously because music is the language of love and these people <laughs> people have all chosen their life's path to express themselves through the language of love? Uh-huh. <laughs> do we know any of that? <laughs> what you have to do is listen to your heart. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so that's what I don't yeah, know. That's, that's what I don't know. Do you, do you get to go out on a date? And, and that is your love part, but it just has a, a music component to it, like I said. And then later on, you have some sort of competition right. where you're, where yes, you win. And does that mean you get to stay and you have another but, week of this fun stuff? Or do you win an uh, um, in-studio jam sesh with Jewel? Yeah, did you know this was the uh, the exact conversation that went on in the ABC production trailer before ten minutes before the limos <laughs> arrived? Um, but you know the other thing that led me to believe that Harrison was kind of off the cuff last night. If if you remember, the one guy had no idea who he was. Oh. He thought he was Chris Hansen. Oh from gosh, that don't get show, me started. He thought he was ah uh, exactly blasphemous. I mean, you would think like, listen, if I got cast on a show, thank you. I think I'd maybe do a little Google work prior to showing up anywhere. So at any rate, notwithstanding that severe breach of, of etiquette and uh, as you refer to it, blasphemy in the bachelor world, um, Harrison just didn't seem too prepared. Uh, did you know that last night he said, well, think about the most famous celebrity duo, uh, duo couples, Carol King and James Taylor. And I'm like, none of the, I know who James Taylor is. Not, not the bachelor James Taylor, the real James Taylor. And Carol King, but Carol King and James Taylor probably haven't performed a song together since what the late seventies, before any of these people were born. And then he cut straight to or Jay Z and Beyonce. Beyonce. I mean, come on. And and then all of them were like, oh yeah, yeah, I know those. I know who those people are. So I thought he was a little off his game, uh, you know, maybe checking the box for a fat paycheck. He totally was. And then the driveway arrival arrivals just seemed hasty, you mm-hmm. know, like they just crammed everybody in there within five minutes. Yes. Um, Harrison didn't really even say anything. 
Um, I don't know. This looks your podcast. Where do you want to go with this? Because I have some opinions on the cast. Uh, now that we know that there, are, frankly, ironically, are no rules. There are actually <laughs> we, no we rules. We have no idea what's going on here. Um, before we move on to that, though, I have a list of the celebrity judges who will be appearing oh. on the season. And I would like for you to respond with one word or a sound in reaction to <laughs> okay. how excited you are about these people. Are okay. you ready? Yes. Jason Mraz. <sighs> And that's a sound, but the word that would reflect that would be sigh, a sigh. <laughs> Jewel. I like Jewel. Yeah, um, time she's, hurry. she's pleasant. She's pleasant. That's a, that's the word that I. Okay. Um, I respect Jewel because she sort of quit the music business, and I saw an interview with her, and they asked her why she hasn't released new music, and she said, "You know, I just really don't feel like I have anything to say." And I thought, yeah, Amen. That's a, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe tell it to Madonna. Anyway. Speaking about, you know, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, Kesha. Uh, you know, I, 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 you said think Kesha was like kind of dirty and not like good dirty, like bad dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause some of her lyrics and stuff just kind of annoyed me, but, um, she got in a fight with that big producer guy, yes. um, that allegedly did awful things to her in her career. And, um, I really feel bad for her. And, um, she released, I don't know the name of the song, but the song, her comeback song was actually really good. And I, I heard she wrote it. So I have new respect for her. And I'm also rooting for her to get past that because that really seemed to kind of yeah. ruin her life for her. Yeah. So I'm going to give Kesha a thumbs up. I, I like Kesha. Okay. Tony Braxton. Um, I don't know anything about Tony Braxton other than I have a mental picture of her. And I can't remember this one song that um, she sings, but I'm um, fine. Mm-hmm. Ashley Simpson. Can we go to the next? Yes. <laughs> Tay Diggs. I, I, I'd say I just thought of a word. Ironic. Anyway, yes. who's next? Tay, Tay Diggs. Does Tay Diggs sing? Yes, he sing? does. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just thought he was a pretty face, but uh, mm. good for him. He's in pretty everything. Shaggy. All right, I'm going to give that. That's the best choice since Fred Willard. <laughs> What are, I mean, what are these just people that just weren't doing anything around March? Uh, Rita Wilson. Um, Rita Wilson, like Tom Hanks' wife? Yes. <laughs> Good Lord. My Maybe that explains Amy, why she was so sick in Australia. But what? <laughs> My friend Amy said that she has, she is a musical artist. She has no, an she actually, I think she's a, Isn't she like a concert pianist or something? Or she's, she's or a cellist or something legit yeah but no good like so you get someone that legitimately knows something about music good yeah this one is my favorite are you ready yes pat monahan no are you kidding <laughs> not <laughs> are you serious i'm dead serious yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing ever are you and we're gonna just... we're gonna be able to text each other and say look <laughs> the band train <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell everybody that story. Tell everybody yes. why that's so funny to us. So for some, you know, we have our favorite moments in Bachelor history. Um, you all, of course, anyone who knows me knows my favorite is when Jake got cheated on at his own cocktail party. But um, <laughs> one of my second favorites is when Brad Womack was on his one-on-one with Emily Maynard. Um, <laughs> they did the dinner, you know, and they had the talk and everything was great. And uh, they had the best, most amazing date ever. Had one more surprise. 
and they walk around the corner and there's Pat Monahan and his band train and Brad Womack looks at Emily and says, look, the band train. <laughs> and it was the most, aw- I, I can't, I just don't know why. I wish that was on YouTube or something. It was the most awkward. And she looked at him like, oh, you know, <laughs> because and he's like, he quick, had- quick, <laughs> drop to Jupiter, quick, drop to Jupiter. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because it was like on a rooftop or something, and they come out of the elevator or a door yeah. or something. Ah, and Emily, you can tell in her face. Oh my goodness, I'm supposed to know who these people are. Yeah, who are these no, people? No clue. Who <laughs> <And> pet- <laughs> he's been fed the line. Look, the band train. And you and I have laughed about that since Emily Maynard's season, or so many years ago. <laughs> And you would be surprised how many times the band train comes up in I'm, your life. Well, as, as a matter of fact, I think within the last hour, I texted you, you a picture of that guy on like AXS or Axis TV. And and it what was the text? And I had no idea he was on this show. And it said, what did it say? It Look, said... the band train. <laughs> I, I promise you, dear listener... We have, it's you more than me. I don't know how you stumble on them more than I do, but probably at least four or five times a year, the band train uh, comes it's more, across. More, it's more, more than that. There's no, and it's not just the radio. Like I send you pictures yeah, of guy at various places. Magazine. Yeah. Who the hell knew that guy was that famous? I mean, anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, 2020 is going to be the year for our Pat money. Exactly. Okay. So notwithstanding, notwithstanding that, mm-hmm. um, I felt like the cocktail party was forced and awkward, yes, and I really didn't like anybody except um, uh, good the the good looking uh, black guy, Gabe, Gabe. Is that his name? Gabe. Gabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that guy. He's got a nice smile. He seemed um, like a legit um, musician. Like mm-hmm. uh, I think he, he plays a cello or something. He's classically trained and seemed like a really nice guy. A lot of these other people seemed a little shady. If you want my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. The cocktail party, they like you say, we didn't even see everybody get out of the limo. There were probably maybe five people that didn't even speak on camera last night. Yeah. And we the get an alternative them. guy that I felt sorry for. Yes, that, that, me too. Yeah. Russell with the leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he took it pretty hard. He, too. he did. He, yeah. It was so sad. That was his one shot. Uh, so mm-hmm. they shoved them all into the bachelor mansion which they're in and out and and it is legit cocktail party you need to figure out and these jokers know what they are doing because they're smart they immediately say i have to pair up with somebody right now and there were only a few triangles that we got out of the deal the first one was ryan who is the john mayer guy who i think if john mayer and sean mendez had a baby that's ryan (laughs) and he is she he is vibing on jamie who is the whole episode is about her right and then we have a guy named trevor who comes in and that makes their triangle Right. But uh, you know what annoys me about like all these guys? And, and I'm sure that as the season goes on and these people are able to showcase their talent in whatever genre they, you know, because because let's face it, like a, a pop country person shouldn't be singing John Mayer songs. And that went over bad last night. I thought yes, Ryan did. did a good job. But Jamie, eh, no, she needs to stick to. Thank you. Carrie mm-hmm. Underwood covers or whatever. Uh, but um. So I'm sure a lot of these people are legitimately talented, and I'm sure some of them are just, you know, in a garage band somewhere. But we'll find that out. But 
did you find it? I think let's back up to our, our bachelor experience. It is just unbelievably annoying when the one musician um, just <laughs> breaks out the guitar from anywhere and all, everyone in the room is like, oh, for crying out loud. Because every guy knows there's something, I don't care who's playing it. You could be playing, you know, tiny bubbles, wings, whatever the hell. You know, acting like you like a like a camp counselor who sort of like almost knows how to play the guitar, but really doesn't. Um, you can be one of those guys, and still, every woman in the room will yeah. will sit around and listen to whatever you have to say. So the the power of an, an acoustic guitar in that <laughs> setting is, I mean, it might as well be, you know, Spanish Fly or whatever. So anyway, so um, I didn't get that <laughs> no, Spanish Fly. It's, it's a it's it's like aspirin. It's a fake aphrodisiac that they used to sell at the border. Anyway, so but you at know any rate, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Google Spanish fly. Uh, it's also in, there's Beastie Boys reference in there too. That uh-huh. uh, one of the Beastie. Boys. At, at any rate, I would normally find that annoying. Like Wes Hayden bumps out and sings his one song, mm. or Jed Wyatt, or mm-hmm. uh, who 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 else? What James Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, now, like every third scene, it happens. <laughs> and the funniest part was when uh, what was his name? The guy that that almost knocks uh, Matt at, um, uh, uh, Ryan out of the thing. What was his name? Trevor. Trevor. Mm-hmm. So Trevor knows that he that Ryan and his girl Jamie mm-hmm. are a thing because they go on the John Mayer date. They go on the John Mayer date, right? And he's concerned that he's he's not going to get a rose and he, and therefore he's not going to get to uh, uh, stock up on Instagram followers uh, before he's eliminated from the competition. So what does he do? He plants something special in a, in a little corner of the, of the mansion. And they go and they have the talk. Mm-hmm. Now, i got to give Trevor credit because yes. he says, mm-hmm. look, I'm not putting any pressure on you. There's just a few things I want to say. And this is not an attempt to get a rose at the last second, which, of course, it was. Sure. And uh, But uh, by the way, why couldn't they do like a little guitar pin or something or maybe a music note? They had to do roses again? Eh, it's just <laughs> not very – at any rate. So Trevor gives her the speech and she sort of starts to melt. And then sort whatever of. he said uh-uh. – Well, no, no, no. no, no, no hold melts. on. She, no, 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 no. <laughs> not at first. And then, <laughs> and then here it comes. Mm-hmm. He goes – there's like this awkward, you know, I've said everything I could think of or everything that my producer told me to say to you. And then there's this like multi second pause and he goes, I'm, I'm, can I sing you a song? <laughs> and I'm like, this is going to happen every time uh-huh. this season. And of course he turns around and what's there? A, a 12 string guitar. Perfectly tuned. Yeah. With a so... strap with his initials on it. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. So How did he that can end sing who? John Mayer. John Mayer. Yeah, I mean, so I did roll my eyes at that, but it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it worked. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. I have have several thoughts on Ryan, Jamie, and Trevor. First of all, I believe Ryan can sing. Would you agree with that? Yes, he did. He did demonstrate. Now, look, they picked an artist in a genre who is very familiar with, yes. you know, John Mayer. That was like his deal. So, yes, he was definitely emerged as the most talented last night. And I thought but, it was it should have been one of the times we heard two people sing together. But for some reason, they sang Gravity and just went back and forth and never harmonized. Yeah. I don't know why that um, happened. He sounded because Jamie didn't have the range. That's why. Ah, 
they they couldn't harmonize together. They weren't because you, did you see his face when <laughs> when she came in? He was like, oh, no, no, no. When he was when they were just rehearsing the first few bars, um, yeah. and and she sang, and she said, oh, I think it's just a little, it's a little low for me. And he just looked at her like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I also think she has no idea who John Mayer is, in my opinion. But I did appreciate Ryan coming into the studio, and he is in awe because of the musicians around him. Because as they're introducing themselves, obviously he doesn't know what they look like, but he hears their names, and every time he shakes a hand, his smile gets bigger and bigger because he knows musicians. And he even says... Uh, the Square album from John Mayer was one of my favorite albums ever. So he knows who they are, and he sings Gravity, and he sings it great. And then she comes in hot, like Carrie Underwood, like you say, and it's just all wrong. It's She's all like Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood without the voice. And mm-hmm. let, let's be fair to our friend Jamie. She seemed nice enough, but she is 21. 21. Uh, yes. our, friend, our friend Ryan is 28. Now, that doesn't seem like a very large difference to folks that are in our generation. Let's see. But mm-hmm. think about the things you learn between 21 mm-hmm. and 28. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will give uh, Jamie a pass. She seemed like a nice enough person, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if she quit the music business and went to cosmetology school in a year and a half because she really doesn't. <laughs> seem too passionate about. I agree. Here's the deal though. So she has to decide between Ryan and Trevor. So Ryan, Ah, she's saying gravity with, and then Trevor, he's over there singing, slow dancing in a burning room about, I want to put my arms around you and they're making out and they're making out. And Oh, decisions are the worst. How am I going to pit between the two hottest guys in the mansion? (laughs) Ah. So I think what pulled her in Trevor's direction, because spoiler alert, she gives her rose to him is that he's a better kisser than Ryan. And yeah, that's, uh, she's just not smart. She's not thinking about the music part of this reality right. show, which everyone else is. Now, did you notice that, um, you know, which is also odd because after they couple up, they, the, the couples leave the rose ceremony yes. and they go to, and uh, they, they're sequestered <laughs> in some kind of room down the hallway where they have to sort of, you know, touch, touch their faces and, and <laughs> grip their pearls as to who's going to turn, come around the corner. Keep in mind, they've all met like two hours ago. Yeah. And um, the, I, I had to also roll my eyes when um, – who was the last couple in? Was that – that was Ryan. It was Ryan, Ryan and Rudy. Right, because Ryan – who never talked the whole time, by the way. Um, mm. And we didn't even see them select her select him. Um, right. But anyway, they, they come around the corner. And th- there was some chatter that, that we didn't know what Rudy was going to do. Was she going to select um, somebody? I can't remember who else was, was on her plate. But she was either going to select somebody um, or she was going to select Ryan. And they come around the corner and somebody with an earshot of the mic says, oh, she listened to her heart. <sighs> too much on the nose. Yeah, I thought just oh, a boy. little bit too much on the nose. Yeah, I, now you texted me in 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 large capital letters how much you love this show. I Is do. That still, yes, um, I'm, yeah, I'm on board. Let's talk about the second sort of triangle that didn't really make a triangle and sort of disintegrated before is Matt, who you were just talking about, Rudy with the D, not Ruby with the B. She's not on yet, Rudy. They got together about as quickly as Jamie and Trevor and Ryan. Jamie they went and, straight for the hot tub. They went straight to the hot tub. 
and Matt wanted to kiss her and she said, no, no, I'm not ready for that yet. It, uh, I need more time. And then they cocktail, cocktail, cocktail. And then the next day, Matt gets a date card. He asks Rudy something along the lines of, if we went on a date, what would we do? And she said something about pasta. Well, Matt was just, I guess, taking a poll and Rudy is thinking he wants to go on the date with her. But lo and behold, he asks the girl Mel, who we barely saw with purple hair, and they go on a date and that's when they see plain white tees and Matt is probably totally ticked off thinking, what's his dump over there? Got to go to Capitol Records and sing John Mayer songs in a studio (laughs) and I'm with the plain white tees? What is going on here? So Rudy is mad and and she lets him have it to the to the extent that you would have thought like he just ran over her dog or something like she was really upset and he i got to give him credit he really didn't take the bait but what was frustrating to me about that situation is she was way over the top mad about it and she didn't give him any chance to explain and he was a nice enough guy to look at the camera when after he went you know, after that was over and he said, look, I think I'm screwed. You know, I just, I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. She misinterpreted and now I'm done. But, um, <laughs> because she's you know. going to go tell all the other girls yeah. what a jack wagon I am. Yeah. Here's the thing though. My favorite part about this whole entire exchange is that Rudy is so distraught that Matt has taken Mel on a date that she has to mm-hmm. go process through her emotions using the power of song. Of course. And there was also some crying that was involved too. Um. But luckily she gets it all out on paper and Chris, this other guy is able to, you know, put it to music and she can really, really feel everything. The other trio ish, again, one of the guys didn't even speak was Josh, Julia and Sheridan. Sheridan is the Fabio with the luscious locks and Julia is kind of a blonde bombshell type. Uh, but she's not she looks, ditzy. She, yeah, Julia looks more like a um, a stockbroker's wife yes. than a musician. Yes. Um, and then Josh looked more like a triathlete than yes. a country and pop star. He, he had bald head. He was like <laughs> gaunt and lean. Yeah. And then and then um and then Sheridan, uh, the guy's from Austin. God bless him. Um, but he's still. No, no one here in Austin dresses like Stevie Ray Vaughan did in 1988, <laughs> except Sheridan. Apparently, I've never heard of the guy, um, but he actually, for for his lack of um, kind of assertiveness, he seemed like a nice guy. You know, yes, he was he was he sweet, did. and he wasn't. He he's definitely gonna get out alphaed, I mm-hmm, think, if that's mm-hmm, if that's mm-hmm. the test here. But he seemed like a nice guy. Now, um, let, let's step back to the creepiest guy. What 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 did you think of Michael Todd's well, uh, oh. instant twenty minute? I mean, twenty minutes into the cocktail party, he's trying to kiss Savannah, yeah. the acoustic pop yoga <laughs> instructor, uh, with a bad attitude. How did you feel about that exchange? I would have done the same thing. If you look at me and say, I like your lips and then lean in, I'm gonna lean in the opposite direction yeah. of wherever you're coming. Yeah, she didn't get creeped out. She was just like, dude, you know, <laughs> she's yeah. like, I can't. And the funniest was um, they did the Danny and Sandy thing afterwards where she's telling her version of it. And yeah. he's telling- <laughs> and, and uh, one of the guys, so he says, Michael Todd thinks he's a, a thing. But all these guys are looking at him like, you're an idiot. And he says, so I looked at her and I said, I like your lips. And you see, I can't remember who it was, but you see one of the guys put his head back on a chair and go, you didn't say that, man. <laughs> I thought it was like. <laughs> now let's go through. I have the list of who gave 
roses out. And we're just going to go through, and again, some of these people we don't know. You just mentioned Savannah, the hot yoga instructor who said she's not here to find a pretty face. If she wanted that, she could go back to her modeling agency. Yeah, I thought that was a little vapid. (sighs) You and I both have discussed that we think she might be the one they pin as the villain. She's going to be there and she doesn't care who she runs over. I think she's at, she's right. with this guy named Brandon, who's a Marine. And that's about all we know about him, right? He went through a Loxy. He had a couple tours of duty, remember? And then mm-hmm. he discovered music um, or he, he played his guitar. He's in, in Afghanistan, but he seems to be really connected to the music side of this, where she seems to be more connected to the exposure side right. of this. So we'll, that'll be interesting to see how that yes. pans out. Then we have Mel with the purple hair. Now, if you remember, she's the one who went on a date with Matt and they didn't have any chemistry. So when she stands up there and hands her rose to Gabe, that's when Matt goes, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not getting a rose. But don't hold your breath because something happens. I like Gabe. I'm with you. I think Gabe, I hope we get to see more of Gabe. We barely He seems like a really genuinely nice person and a good smile, good energy from him. Mel, I'm on the fence, um, but we'll see. But yeah, they could end up being, I think my, my early prediction, they could end up being one of the most talented couples mm. in, in the, in the house, in the house, the mansion, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call that Mel is going to be everybody's best friend because she's so nice. She was already hugging people and what's going on. What's wrong. And how can I help? Um, the next two are Becca and Danny who, who you might be asking, right? <laughs> Becca is exactly. the theater girl. We, we saw her a little yes. bit. And Danny is the one with high hair. He looks like, um, NKOTB, uh, <laughs> he does. like he's in a new kids on the block cover band and he would either be Jordan Knight or that's the only new kid I know. That's who's the other one. Marky Mark. No, D- Danny wall, Donnie Wahlberg. I couldn't name all. Those are the only two new kids I know. But he I looks like never been more impressed with you because <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to try to name the other ones. <laughs> just try. Uh, Joe McIntyre. Hold on. Joe McIntyre just just came to me. So, so okay, so we got we got uh, Jordan Knight and then he's his brother right. was uh Come on. Oh, I can't You got can't it. Think. What's what's the first letter? J. You got it. Jonathan? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh <laughs> Uh, Jordan Knight, Jonathan Knight, uh, um, uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Uh, um, how many more are there? You, you said Joe. Joe McIntyre. Yeah, there's one more. That, that's uh, I, uh, Is Danny something? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know Danny's last name. I don't either. I can't. I can't believe that's in my head. I cannot believe I remember any of that. Name new in sync. Do new do in sync next. Uh, that's easy. Joey Fatone, uh-huh. uh, Lance Bass, sure. Justin Timberlake, and, and uh, two more. I don't know. There's one more. Two more. Two more. Uh, is that JC? What's his face? Yes. Or is he a Backstreet Boy? No, he's an in syncer. Okay, and then um, I forgot the fifth one. Who who was the sex addict, or was that was he a Backstreet Boy? It was a guy that was a sex he addict. He was a Backstreet Boy. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's 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 as good as I got right there. That's my boy band knowledge hold, right there. Uh, hold on, in sync. I can name all of Duran Duran. Okay, nobody cares. Okay, so Dan, <laughs> <laughs> remember who our demographic is? That's right. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna love the new kids and the sort of in sync part. Okay, 
uh, Danny, he has, I think, over a million YouTube followers. So wow. he's he's something. Then we have who we haven't talked about all episode, Bree and Chris. Bree's the yeah. one you think is the prettiest one of the group. I do think she's very pretty. Um, I think uh, everyone seemed to have a thing for Julia, mm. but she Julia was not attractive to me. Bree mm-hmm. Bree was attractive to me. There's something yes. mysterious about her. Um, she seemed to have a nice uh, affect, um, mm-hmm. but I found found her attractive. She's with Chris, who is always at the piano. Or he had a guitar. He feels like the one who is super excited that they're all musical and he's at Camp Bachelor. That's how I yeah, feel. He, he's going to be sad he, when they all have to go home. Yeah, and he was also, uh, if I recall correctly, he seemed to be having like a genuinely good time and not caring about, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't yeah. playing the game. But uh, yeah, he, he seemed good. My prediction is over the course of the season or whatever, you're going to see a lot more mm-hmm. music. Than mm-hmm. Was it the first one? Anyway. Speaking of Cheyenne... We barely saw her. She gives her rose to Matt, the one that Rudy said, I can't believe that you took Mel on the date with. So Matt is still in the game. He's excited. Yeah. Um, again, you know, you know I don't who was, like you know him who? because he doesn't know Chris Harrison's name, but whatever. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who the most surprised person was when she handed out that rose? Matt. Exactly. <laughs> he, had, he had no idea he was getting a rose, but good for him. Then we have Julia. She gives her rose to Sheridan. And do you know why she gave her rose to Sheridan? Um, Because Russell was less attractive? I don't know. (laughs) Because he sang to her. Oh, that's right. He did. There was a moment. A song that he wrote for her. Um, A song that he wrote. Yeah. Bless Um, While between cocktails. Then we have Jamie, who we said gives her rose to Trevor, which makes poor, sweet Ryan just so, so sad. But Rudy comes in and saves the day, and she gives her rose to Ryan, and they come around the corner, and everybody's excited. Then we have one of the most awkward moments ever when Chris Harrison turns and tells everyone, guys, that was the last rose. Please say your goodbyes. And the four <laughs> dudes are looking at each other like, what's your name again? I don't, I don't understand. One being so, Michael Todd, your favorite. The jazz. I'm, I really am glad that that guy didn't get any, that that guy didn't get any exposure. He was, he, that guy was creepy. Then there was Josh, the ball headed guy that you thought is a Olympic swimmer. Uh, we have yep. Russell, our brooding, moody, alternative leather jacket wearing friend. And then who Jack. said absolutely. Wait, he said nothing. Nothing. He said nothing. He said nothing the whole show. Except he did, when everyone left the mansion, um, he did take a moment to sit in the uh, mm, uh, in the mm-hmm. in the niche, the statue niche, and yes. sort of collect himself. Right. He was he was prepping for his next piece of work. Yeah. And then He's there like, was okay. Jack, the guy who wore a cowboy hat that one time, and then we never saw him again. Jack was um, he was um, uh, Brazilian, I believe. Yes, he was. Yes. Okay, that's the cast. We're going to see who comes in next week. It's going to be very exciting. After watching this, how mad do you think Jed is that he wasn't on this season? (laughs) On a scale of one to Jed, Jed. (laughs) I mean, not only did he derail his entire career musically, but then he derailed his entire personal life. Um, And this would have been like the perfect format for him. And probably somewhere deep down, 
uh, he knows that all of the tomfoolery he pulled sort of led to the oh, idea absolutely. idea in the head of Mike Fleiss that look, we got to get these guitar guys off the show. <laughs> let's just let's just give them their own thing. They'll gravitate toward that. We won't have to deal with you know the biggest hit in Chihuahua, Mexico anymore, and uh, we'll just move on. Listen to your Hey, thank y'all for listening. Thanks to some guy in Austin, too, for humoring me by watching this show. And big apologies to NSYNC's countertenor, Christopher Allen Kirkpatrick. I apologize for not remembering your name in the moment, and I trust you won't tell Justin about my glaring oversight. Sorry. If you're interested in reading a recap of Listen to Your Heart, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com. Click the recap section. It's under the Bachelor stuff. And while you're there, you can also sign up for my newsletter. I shared some exciting, fun stuff with those folks a few weeks ago, which was super, super cool. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Thanks so much, and make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my regular books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.